Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Anya. And this is Josh. It is... What is it? Is Hollow's <laughs> Eve? Yeah, what, what do you call this? I, th- I still think it's Devil's Night. Devil's, Devil's Night. Night. I'm pretty sure. October 30th. Yeah. Zero hour. <laughs> Anya all of a sudden looks like Little Red Riding Hood. Oh my god. Because <laughs> we passed her a blankie and she's... It's not up. Blakey, it's my Blakey. She's wrapped exactly. up like Yoda. <laughs> it would have been the perfect intro. I know. Like, she was like, before we start, can you pass me my Blakey? Everything we were talking about with the past ten minutes, I was like, oh, it's this true. is gold. It was all good. We'll never remember all of it. But this could be a disastrous podcast. I just got my fingers crossed because it's a really busy day. Yep. And so there might be people banging at the door to get Rocky Horror or double bill tickets for yeah. tonight. But... Worst case scenario, we'll just pause a couple times and it can be like a game. Find the edit point. They're <laughs> so like, I'm a half an hour late for the wife, but I still want tickets. You're like, yeah. oh, well, that was unexpected, but sure. And we're leaving the phone on too, so I might stop a few times for that. Yeah, but probably the answer machine thing too could happen. We don't know. It's... It could be, yeah. But... Seem... Hear my sigh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And there's she was doing some typing, so there's no clickety-clack. We, we did the clickety-clack. That's over. Anya's got two computers in front of her. There's three computers within yeah. a half-foot radius right now. Anya's worked like 30 days in a row. It's true. Plus school, plus she's sick. 30 days of yep. night. <laughs> but, so I was out of town, but I got social media updates because traveling so much easier with Wi-Fi. Because you're just walking around and you, you walk by a McDonald's or a bank or whatever and you're getting Wi-Fi all over the place. So it's easier to stay in touch with the outside world. Yeah. Because a couple of years ago in the realm of cell phones... It just costs a fortune to make a phone call. Yeah, do anything. Yeah. Even texts were ridiculous. Oh, yeah. So, but you, you know, you do Facebook chat or you do whatever. So I was able to get the post of the, it's funny because we went down to the States and it wasn't snowing and then Andrew posted a picture and it was just this snowstorm looking photo (laughs) with a blockbuster line around the block. Oh, man. That was me. Oh, that was you? Oh. Wow. Well, where uh, were you on that one, Andrew? Andrew wow. taking your credit, Andrew. <laughs> did he Steely. say he did it? Well, no, but he posted. It was on Instagram, <laughs> which is ninety nine percent Andrew. Most uh, of that time. moment, it was me. That's wow. Funny. That's even better. We should call up Andrew right now and be like, "Hey, what, what's with us thinking you took credit for that picture?" He's, He's like, like what? "Who is this?" I, I didn't it's say like I did. Fair story. I did the whole thing. Uh, the, but that's okay. Still good. Some a manager posted. A manager. <laughs> I do stuff here sometimes. You do Sometimes. all of the stuff the last <laughs> week or maybe two. I don't remember anymore. The trenches of Rocky Horror. Oh, man. Trench 11 of Rocky Horror. But we're going to sell out of the 945 show any second now. Yeah, yeah. there's six left. I and believe. then I think we have about 90 left for the seven and a, a little bit more than that. About, about 150 left for the midnight show. But Okay. Even at that, those numbers are good. Yeah, because that oh, yeah. that sounds like it's like oh they haven't sold that many tickets, but that yeah. means we've sold like 170 tickets or for, for a midnight show on a weekday. That's yeah. always the funny thing. But yeah, so I, I miss that. But I'm working tonight for the double bill, our annual double bill. Oh yeah, and then tomorrow for actual Rocky Horror Halloween. So this this might be the craziest 48 hours of the year in some ways. Just probably yeah, because the double bill it's always nuts and it's. The strangest anomaly, because year-long, lovely nerds online will say, that would be a great double bill, that would be a great double bill. And I remind them, it just happened recently, I remind them with a happy face that, well, we do an average of one double bill a year now, Yeah. so don't hold your breath for the other double bills, yeah. because you could look at our records in the past, and like, you know, five, six, seven years ago when we had them more frequently, you just saw them dying out. Like, yeah. would, like Die Hard would be packed, no one for Die Hard 2. And... We had like a oh, man. Planet of the Apes festival, same yeah. thing. 
packed for the first one. Yeah, twenty it, people for it, the it, second. Texas one. Chainsaw, Psycho. Yeah. Like, I mean, and both both those sequels are really fun, and it, it's just it sucks. But because I I was lucky enough to be at both of those, and you just you see people leaving, and you're like, no, no, what are you doing? Like, you're not gonna get this chance again. And maybe it's because we only do it once a year. People gear up for it. People wait for it. Yeah. But we'll be packed tonight for that. Mm-hmm. But other times in the past of trying such things just doesn't work. So I wish it worked more often. Yeah. But, I mean, even we whittled down our Die Hard is the best example. Where a few years ago it was Die Hard, Die Hard 2. Now we just do Die Hard at Christmas time. Yeah. And that's why. Because just we would have a packed house and then it goes down to 20 people for the 9 <laughs> o'clock show. And I'm like, we're like, well, I think we could just throw a normal movie at 7 yeah. and Die Hard at 9 and do better in the box office. So. Yeah, it's a shame. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with being like, oh, that would make a great double bill because we do it all the time, but yes. you can't show it. <laughs> I, I'll say that often. Like, So, for example, a week from, not a week from Monday, on Monday, the Monday coming up, we have the Bill Murray documentary, The Bill Murray Stories, on the same night as our first of four Buster Keaton classics, Three Ages. Oh, wow. What's great about that is we have Three Ages at 6.30. It's a 63-minute film. Because movies from the 20s and 30s were all 65 minutes, 60 minutes, Mm -hmm. some even less than an hour. So we're going to come and do the double bill. My uncle's going to come do a double bill, but it's separate admissions. But what's great is Three Ages is 63 minutes. Bill Murray documentary is 70 minutes. Oh, wow. So you can do a double bill, and it's not going to be five hours of your life no that's <laughs> so, your favorite like and that literally does not happen like 60 oh, no. ones do not happen so yeah and just by happenstance because if it had been sister brothers after that that's like a, i think two hours and five oh, minutes God. or something yeah. so but yeah so we have a nice short double bill coming up and all month with the buster keaton films they're all about that i think mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm not positive but i think at most it's 70 minutes yeah because so, i meant they would have padded that out with cartoons and newsreel stuff yeah. and all that so which we won't be doing, oh, but that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. that would be amazing. But so we went to a bunch of cool stuff in Philadelphia. Really love Philadelphia. But there was a Rube Goldberg exhibit Whoa. at the Jewish Museum. Nice. So we went to that, and it was they actually had a Rube Goldberg thing with a tennis ball and knocking things over. And yeah. Like that. But then they had his old comic strips. And to stay on movie topic, he did just a couple things in Hollywood, and one was a Charlie Chaplin thing where he's sitting and being fed kind of like a robot lazy susan yeah so they had like a display of that but the funniest thing in the display is one of the other as we were walking up to that part of the museum you pass through a 1950s jewish household oh man and so there's a record player (laughs) and uh you know the 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 kitchen yeah and a guilting mother yeah pretty much (laughs) but there was an old-timey tv like this beautiful wood panel tv yeah showing old Sketches and musical numbers from variety shows and oh, stuff. God. And Gwen looks at it and kind of tilts her head and goes, they just slapped a flat screen inside the husk of an old TV. <laughs> and they just have like a Blu-ray playing. It, exactly, yeah. And I was like, that's so funny that we've come to an age where you, I, I think it's difficult to yeah. get tube television. It, it be, it, yeah, it's cheaper to just do, just do like that. that. I thought it was so funny. But at first glance, you're like, oh, cool, an old TV. And you're like, yeah. wait a minute. looks really good for some reason, but yeah. uh, all right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's insane. <laughs> TV looked great in the 50s. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. There's no film grain at all. This is weird. But the movie nerd things, we, we did a bunch of stuff. Went to the prison, this giant prison. The nerd stuff there was they filmed 12 Monkeys there. Okay. But man, it was 10 kinds of haunted. Like, yeah. Just crazy. And then we did a little bus tour, and we went by the building where they filmed Trading Places. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, so a couple cool things like that. But we, I got to go to the Philly Film Festival Ooh. and saw two films. We saw the Orson Welles documentary, which I think is called They'll Love Me When I'm Dead yeah. or They'll Love Me When I'm Gone. So, and is that the Netflix one yes. that they're putting concurrently with the movie? Yeah. Which is, man, that's out in a couple days. So that's one that, I know our, our schedule's so busy, but that yeah. one's that theoretically we might get, but I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, and I, was, I mean, we're going to get bombarded with, are you getting the new movie? Are you guys yeah. going to be getting Other Side of the Wind? and yeah, I didn't even I didn't even ask because I was like, Lee's not an idiot. He, he knows, knows, yeah, he knows there, what yeah. he's doing. So. But it is nice that Netflix is doing that. Yeah. And some people, you know, not to defend Netflix, but this Orson Welles movie coming out, it's not going to make $80 million its opening weekend. No. It's not going to be like Halloween or Venom. So by Netflix getting it, a lot more eyeballs are going to see it. Yeah. That they're releasing it to festivals and art houses means... You know, super fans are going to get to see it. Yeah, that would do gangbusters here, probably. Oh, I hope we can I mean, get it. I don't know, but because that's the kind of thing where it's just just the people involved. You, yeah, you, that's that's a killer six thirty show for us, which may never happen. But and then I saw a really cool movie that I couldn't remember where I heard about it from, but it was I believe Doug Love's movies had the filmmaker on as a a game show participant. Okay, and it was called Thunder Road. Yeah, I've it's heard about that. A really dark comedy about a the nicest cop in the world in a small town who's having a very bad time. Mm-hmm. And in the opening scene, it's like he's at his mom's funeral and his ex-wife is trying to get custody of his kid and he's having troubles at work. But it's a comedy. And so there's like <laughs> laugh out loud moments. But also those kind of just uncomfortable, yeah, yeah. dark comedy moments. But it's got 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. It won actually the Audience Award in Philadelphia. Yeah. So I just this morning sent Lee the info and said, Gwen and I saw this and it was great. Mm -hmm. It's being distributed through the guy. Complete self-distribution. But on his website, it is already screened in, I believe it was Calgary and Montreal and Vancouver, just at regular theaters. Okay. So that means he's into Canada. So I hope we can get it. It it was really good. And it's one of those movies like Mandy is it's available on digital now, but I think our our audience would come out for it. Yeah, and I didn't, I'd I'd seen that kind of around, but I didn't know anything about it. And and there's also an older movie called Thunder Road, is there not? Well, there might be, and it's based on the, the title comes from the Bruce Springsteen song. So okay. I'm not sure if there's another one, but weird. I mean, yeah, I didn't know anything. I just saw the poster and I was like, okay. And you don't really like, you don't really know what it is. I'm like, is this yeah. sort of like some sort of remake or? And I went into it. Gwen said, "What's it about?" And I said, "You can look it up if you want, but I don't want to because I really love going into movies blind, right? As much as possible. Mm-hmm. And every time I do in my whole life, it always ends up fantastic. It always ends up being Run Lola Run or some yeah. other movie that I love. Yeah, you don't have time to overhype it. I mean. Yeah." And we went, it was a cool little theater in Philadelphia called the Ritz Five, which is basically just like a tiny five cinema Mayfair. Wow. So it was one level. Yeah. We were actually in the same cinema both nights. <laughs> little art house looking place. Yeah. Philadelphia has a nice film society and does all kinds of special events and stuff. And they said this is the 29th Philly Film Fest, I believe. Wow. And just by having sense, these were free screenings. They have a bunch of free oh, screenings. Oh my god! So we got to see free movies. Yeah, that's insane. We made sure to buy popcorn and stuff. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're like, well, we, we know how this works. Yeah, we're buying <laughs> we're buying popcorn from you because yeah. we know. And there was like Philly Eric is serving you. You're yeah. like, this is weird. But and right. if they would have had T-shirts, I totally would have bought a T-shirt. But they didn't have T-shirts or anything. Yeah. But no, it was fun. Philly was super cool. That's what kept me busy the last couple days. Went to a punk rock flea market. 
There? Which I think, yeah. Okay. Which I think it like they called punk rock flea market, like a punk flea market. <laughs> what the hell? So I think every city has a punk yeah, flea market. You now. did all these alternate universe versions of yeah. stuff you do here. <laughs> and, well, and I saw my brother walking down the street, which my brother just looks like a tall, bearded, upper class hipster. You okay. know, <laughs> so it's like you got a few of those around yeah, here like, too. Yeah, hey, it's my brother. Oh, it's another one. <laughs> so weird. It was very good times, and now back to work the trenches of the yeah. Halloween. It's Nights. super, yeah, it's been interesting watching, and, like, Melissa's still in L.A., so, like, it's, yeah, it's funny, yeah, yeah. like, just dispersing us around the States for a little while, like, in this, this all well, this month, actually. And it's funny, the reason we went was to see Mystery Science Theater live, oh, yeah. and it was, I didn't realize how far away it was because we took uh, a train, it was, like, a $6 train to get out there, but we didn't stay in the suburbs we stayed yeah. in philly because that's where all the stuff is all the yeah, museums yeah. and art galleries and everything we talked to at least three people who saw my fresh mystery science theater toque that i bought and i was like yeah that's why we're here we're here for that and then yeah. now we're doing tourist things and they were like oh yeah i was gonna go but it's too far it was too far away oh my god and i find that that's a scary thing for a local to tell you well and it's not too i find this a lot having traveled the states a bit with roller derby and yeah. stuff like that i don't mean this to sound backhanded or whatever but i find a lot of people in the states in the city don't go outside. Yeah, period. And I've been to places before where we would road trip from one derby game, stay in a hotel, go to another derby game on mm. like a Friday and a Sunday. And people, oh my God, the phone's oh, ringing. First the one, phone's ringing. I think Anya was asleep also, by the way. The, the phone woke up Anya. I'm going to pause gonna it. going to be good. No one will ever know that we just went away for 15 no. minutes. <laughs> a lot happened. Literally a lot happened. The good news is the ringing phone woke Anya up. Because I was hoping we were going to go the whole thing because I looked over and I'm like, holy crap, Anya fell asleep. Yeah, I was waiting for it. It was going to be some good bit. Yeah. Poor Anya. Keep, I was there. Yeah. People like, keep calling. You know when you're like, what phase of sleep is that? I learned that in psychology. Anyway, I was in like the first phase where you can like hear everything around you, but your like body like doesn't move. Yeah. I was there. What if all three of us fell asleep and then the podcast was just half an hour of that? <laughs> the best thing is that one of the phone calls was someone calling from the lobby to buy tickets for Rocky Horror. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty pretty great. So I think it's because we, we did about 15 minutes, 13 minutes, so we're going to do that again. And then yeah. I'll go back out and there'll be another five yeah. people out there. Even if people call, we're not going back out until 15 more minutes. We got to do this yeah. I can't believe we made it that far. That was good. The whole time it was happening, I was like, this is gold. We got we to gotta, like talk faster or yeah. something. So I think I was talking about Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. So just before we get off of that, I will say that a nerd dream came true. It was crazy. A lovely crowd in this really cool theater in the suburbs of Philadelphia. The crazy thing is we saw it on Friday night. The Saturday night was Raffi. Oh, <gasps> Raffi! Yeah. That would have changed so, everything. So Saturday night was, or sorry, Friday night was my favorite thing of all time. And then Saturday night, this Canadian icon was playing. That's super weird. It was so weird to see his name on the marquee right oh under Mystery Science Theater. That's. But I know Gwen was saying that's the big thing now is because people are of a certain age. Raffi is doing tours for people in their God, I don't know what twenties to forty maybe. Yeah, yeah. Well, and even older too because I mean my parents are in their sixties, seventies, and like they watch. It's not you know. I mean it was more for me, but we watched that. You yeah, know, growing up. So he will do evening shows where I guess now people will bring their kids or just it's people who like them as a kid so it was so weird to see Mystery Science Theater and then the next night Raffi yeah and then <laughs> so, after that it's like Charles Manson or something yeah. Yeah, weird. you're like wow this is a weird weird one two three so the first movie was The Brain a Canadian so good. film with although it was horrible actually has a really good monster in it yeah then the second film was Death Docker 2 
Okay, which I've it was not like a seen. Conan kind of movie. But for that one, they did it just like Miss Science Theater, where they had sketches in between, watching the movie with the silhouettes of the guys and the robots, okay. the whole thing. They did a and a during the second movie. Every time I see a Q&A, whether it's here at the Mayfair or at a <laughs> film festival, it's always people who don't know how to do a Q&A. Yeah. So the host, Rebecca, who does the voice of Gypsy on the new incarnation, okay. she said, don't ask the favorite movie, don't say welcome to Philadelphia, ask a really good question, something that these guys can make jokes about. Yeah. Ask love advice, ask work advice. The first question was, what is your favorite movie? Oh my God. And the next two weren't even real questions, they were just kind of comments on Mr. Science Theater. <laughs> so Gwen and I put our hands up because Gwen said to me, you should ask about a bad coworker. Yeah. So I put up my hand. And oh, no. she, she let me do it because, you know, dream come true. You talked about me? So I said, I have this coworker named Eric. Oh, no. No. I said, hi, robots. How do you deal with an incompetent coworker? And Ouch. I, <laughs> and I didn't even put the joke in my head that Jonah is a new host and yeah. a new coworker. So then I was in a world where Crow the Robot looked at me yeah. and responded to the question. So my um, brain is like, Crow's talking to me. Crow's talking weird. to me. So they did a funny thing about bad coworkers and say, yeah. uh, but it's good when you're a robot because you can sneak up on your coworker when they're sleeping and you don't breathe. So you yeah. get right up in there and really freak them out. And then Jonah came out kind of playing the, the dumb guy. Like, yeah. hey, guys, oh, we're not talking about you. So it was just fabulous. And you're just, like, what's your favorite movie? Yeah. But every time I had a QA, and a I was just like, guys, That's... just. I was at a, a Kevin Smith thing at San Diego. And the first guy was a guy dressed like Silent Bob who proceeded to say he loved Clerks and was a big fan. And I'm like, you're at a Kevin Smith panel dressed yeah. like Kevin Smith. I'm going to assume you're a big fan. Yeah. So ask a funny question. Did you like making Clerks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I'm, uh, gonna, I'm, I'm definitely, I, I unabashedly love The Brain, though. Great movie. Uh, I mean, no, well, not great The Monster's movie, but really good. Fun movie. Well, and it also has the uh, the doctor from uh, Reanimator is the, the bad guy there, the the, the doctor oh, yeah. guy. Yeah, not Jeffrey Super Combs, creepy guy. What are, uh, I think his name is Richard Lynch. And then sure? a guy who I've seen in a thousand Canadian movies. I know exactly, with the beard. A big guy with a beard, and he played an evil nurse in this one. And yeah. I'm like, I've seen you in a thousand think, Canadian movies. Was things. he the dude that was on Sinbad? Was, is he that maybe, guy? Maybe, Because he's definitely, yeah, I've seen him in a ton of things. And you're like, oh my god. And sort of neat fact is that the girl in that, the blonde girl there, it was her follow-up to the movie Pin, which is another great wow. Canadian flick. Although, a better movie in some ways, I guess, but... And, and yeah, her co-star <laughs> in that went on to star in Scanners two and three. That's crazy. Yeah, how about all? How about that kind of info? Didn't you watch a horrible Greg Sestero movie last night? Yeah, I, I mean, what I would never watch? tell him that to his face, but no. I watched Retro Puppet Master, uh, which was not great. Which he did a year or two before the room. I think so. Yeah, because he looks so baby faced in it, like which is uh, like the running He's joke. Still... He, I know that's the funny yeah. thing. He looks exactly the same, but the best, like it's just. I mean, he was, he's as good as the script is going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, he, it wasn't like he was terrible, but he had, like, a French accent in it. You should you <laughs> you should actually watch that on you. He knows how to speak French. That's what I made totally did my research. I was so ready when he came here for The Disaster Artist. I, I was there and I was like, this is going to be my moment. I'm going to talk and have a conversation with Gary Sestero, all of that. We arrive here. I'm there and I'm, like, all pumped up. 
and he's just on his phone texting. Yeah. And I'm like talking to him and he was itching to leave and I was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> but, but... I, yeah. I knew nothing about him and so I didn't talk to him either. I did make him a popcorn, which I guess we bonded over that, I suppose. But I hadn't read Disaster Artist or seen the movie or anything like that and I'm not going to be like, what, what's your favorite movie? You know, like, <laughs> like, was the room fun to make? I have just one really awkward picture with him. Like, we were in the office <laughs> and he was like, let's take a picture! That. And like, Melissa's there and then so he's between us, and he, like, made a point to not touch us. Like, his arms oh, were, like, hovering oh, behind us so that there's no physical contact. He's, he's a pro. He's a pro. It's like, okay. Yeah. Like, he... You got to think, the poor guy has probably taken how many of those photos in the past ten years? Uh, thousands. Literally like, thousands. Yeah. Like, That's why I never... Lee loves getting pictures with getting to meet Burt Reynolds and yeah. talk to him for ten minutes. Dream come true for Lee. Like, for sure. Great. I don't nerd bully people who do that. Yeah. But for me, I don't really care about getting a photo. I'd rather, like, buy a book and an autograph, yeah. have a little conversation, you know? Like, yeah. I don't really care about getting a selfie or anything like that. Yeah, but... yeah. like, for, for the Turbo Kid uh, guy when he was here kind of thing. Like, that was oh, great yeah. for me, yeah, where yeah. I could just chat with him and just be like, oh, hey, I really liked your work, looking forward to the new movie, yeah. you know, whatever. What's your favorite movie, you know? Like, yeah. But it's <laughs> like... It, 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 I feel the same way. Like I'm not. I'm not big on celebrity culture. Like I, yeah. there's a lot of celebrities or, or artists. I prefer to say, I guess that I that I like and respect. But I feel. I'm like, what? Can you put? Can you put marker on a thing for me? Yeah. Can you be in a photo? And, and Greg was really great. Like he basically was like, make sure for the double bill. If people are leaving after the first movie, let them get in line. Yeah. And I had to like bodyguard people because people were totally knowingly getting in line and I was like are you staying for the second one and they're like playing dumb and I was like well we just said please wait till after the second one so these folks can get their autographs yeah their response was like oh I didn't understand like, oh. you're lying to me I was lying. caught up in the moment yeah but he stayed you know signed for everybody yeah so, and he'll be back we don't know for sure yeah but January we're <gasps> thinking he's gonna be back yeah, yeah, yeah. for, for um, got time to for best friends again. too okay yeah yeah it's yeah ah yeah. oh, telephone should I pause it? Let's see. Guys. Good afternoon, my friend Theater. How may I help you? It's Greg's Oh, yeah. Should I talk about my Starbucks experience? Yeah, it's yeah. Hilarious. We'll work and that all in. my upcoming days. Is this the second edit? Uh, I'm just going to say this and see if people can find it. Choose your own podcast adventure. I can't believe adventure. this kind of work, though. Like, we took a little break. I went out, served 10 people, yeah. came back. And We're so break. popular. It's and so crazy. Anya slept for an hour, maybe. But it's uh, newsreel updates as we go. It's true. So 9.45 sold out. Okay, done. So that makes three 9.45 sellout shows for okay. this year. And then we have, I just sold like 10, like a sheet to somebody Man. for the 7 o'clock show. So I think for 7, we have maybe like 75 left. Mm. And then for the midnight show, like 130 left, 140 left. I like it. It's like stock market like, as you go. Yeah, yeah. You got the ticker tape machine but or I, whatever. I think we were just <laughs> mentioning that Greg's coming back. Stay tuned for updates. Oh, you didn't know. Anya will be able to have a nice French conversation with him. Yeah, so he speaks He's French, so... and then in the Puppet yeah. Master movie, he had a French accent, but he didn't. In the first 10 minutes, he doesn't have an accent, and then the rest of the movie, he's like, <laughs> but we must try to have this. And I was like, wait a minute, is he French now, or he always was? So funny. And he's the young version of the guy who creates the puppets, but that right. guy doesn't have a French accent. What? He, so... Well, yeah, for the, it's weird that the seventh or eighth Puppet Master movie had flaws. I was I was shocked. <laughs> but I thought it was funny because I was like, okay, my friend picked it randomly. And I was like, all right, Greg, you know, friend of the Mayfair. Yeah. I'm doing this for you, buddy. And, I'm, I'm, you know, he knew what that was, I'm sure, like filming it. Like, oh, yeah. He's top build, though. He's the first name. Yeah, and, he, and you know, a gig's a gig. Yeah. And 
And you really never know because you look at Ian Ziering. <laughs> Great show, dude. It's goofy, but he's gotten, what, six paychecks now from doing Sharknado movies? Yeah. That's and, not the worst and, and thing in the world. from being in that. You know, yeah. he's, he's getting way more... Co- he wouldn't have been at a Comic-Con for 90210. I would yeah. just, like, maybe a special event, but, like... And you never know the way this weird world works where, in five years, somebody who's popular will then be like, oh, I really like that movie. I'm going to put him in a, a new horror film or yeah. a new comedy or get on a sitcom. You never know. Yeah, so. even Tara Reid, even, you know, like, for, yeah. like, American Pie and then, uh, like, uh, Van Wilder. I was talking Sharknado. about Josie and the Pussycats because... Missy Pyle starred in the short film that they played before Thunder Road at the film fest. Oh. And it, and she it starts with her in a mustache and a cowboy hat and she is like going undercover as a cowboy to rob a bank. Okay. And, as, and then she takes off the makeup as she's driving away and I'm yeah. like, hey, it's Missy Pyle from Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, and then the, the song starts playing. You're yeah. like, okay, that was a weird... That's uh, the end, yeah. Like a sequel to Josie and the Pussycats. Things didn't go all that well now. Uh <laughs> I would watch that though. By the way, I love Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, it's that's uh, fun. Good soundtrack. Unrelated to unrelated. a lot of this stuff. We're actually getting close to being able to wrap up a half-hour podcast, which is crazy. Sort of. I thought we'd be interrupted every like three minutes by the oh, phone ringing. It almost again? feels like yeah, we're getting close. We well, I mean, yeah, we won't jinx it, but yeah, yeah. you don't even know that Tanya, uh, Tanya, Anya. God, I can't. Oh my gosh! No, no, what? I was saying How my my, my best friend's <laughs> wife's name is Tanya. And... Oh, I thought you were. Never mind. So. Uh oh. <laughs> There's this joke in my family. I don't know if it's a joke. It's just a thing where whenever I have a few drinks, they say that Tanya comes out. Oh, Tanya no. is a little wild. Oh my god! That's I awesome. can't believe I'm just hearing about yeah. this now, like a year I mean, and a half later. So yeah, I whenever I come back home from I don't know evenings at like I don't know <laughs> three oh four in the morning. Oh my god! <laughs> people will be there and be like, uh, and just so and- did Tanya come out? And I'm just like, Ugh. so maybe at the Christmas party in December. Oh no! No, no! That's, you're well behaved at the Christmas parties. <laughs> yes. Did you get an I Tanya poster? No. You totally have an I Tanya. And then we'll Photoshop her face onto it. <laughs> and by Photoshop, I mean cut out of a photo and paste it on. That's why I was scared because you're oh, like God. Tanya, and I was no, like, no, no. no, how do you know about I this? I didn't know anything about it, but my now I do. Told you about this. No, no, no. I mean, it, it's your own fault I've that done. I know, to be honest. But... Oh, the things I've done while being Tanya. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. The Tanya podcast. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I'm glad I accidentally said the wrong name. All <laughs> mainly PG, but just like yeah. stuff that you're like, you don't do that. Uh, so telephone. Here. Tanya here. <laughs> Phone call. Here, are we back? We're back. We're back. We're just going to keep having these interruptions. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, as Tanya, um, I forgot what I was talking about. That you have a split personality. Oh yeah. (laughs) I become this, you know, have you seen How I Met Your Mother? No. Yeah, I mean, I've seen episodes. She's there, there's an episode about woo girls. And like, oh, are you a woo girl? And it's like, whenever something happens, they're like, woo, that's me. Whenever I get... Oh, under the influence yeah, yeah. I become a woo girl and I want everyone to start having fun oh, doing shots cause no, why no. not let's have a freaking good time <laughs> sounds like a Rocky Horror type fun but like not here you know but like yeah. maybe the after party of Rocky Horror one of the last times is at a co-worker's house when I worked at my other job <laughs> and I convinced 10 people to get into their underclothes and go to the hot tub well that so it worked then <laughs> Tanya is very uh, persistent Okay. As much as I want to talk about Tanya for another hour which we now, will for the which next few weeks, to be honest. But let me just quickly say that this podcast will be going up for the week of November second through the eighth. 
We've mentioned a few of these movies, but I'll just do a quick little roll call. I like that. We have Back for Encore Weeks, The Wife with Glenn Close, and the Western, The Sisters Brothers, which is supposed to be great. Mm -hmm. Then we have the Ottawa premiere of the Bill Murray Stories, documentary all about the crazy encounters with Bill Murray. Then the Buster Keaton Month kicks off with Three Ages. And then the 111th consecutive month of The Room. There it is, starring Greg Sestero. Greg Sestero. And somebody <laughs> asked... Retro Puppet Master. Why it was... It's only a couple weeks since the last one, and it's Twisted Pair's fault, because next month we have four Saturdays of The Room, Twisted Pair, Rocky Horror, and a Saturday Night Cinema. Oh, so yeah, that's geez. We have four cult movies in a row. So that's the first week of November for us. So that's... Halloween month is over, and now we're into Buster Keaton I mean, month. by the time you hear this, it's over. I'm, yes. I'm still... The next 48 hours is like, I'm trying to squeeze every last bit of fun that I can out of yeah. this, but I am glad we're bringing back Twisted Pair, though. I didn't get to see that the first yeah, time. Yeah, I'm going to see that that night. That's going to be fun. It's... Yeah, I, 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 you know what to expect if you've seen his movies before, but you never really know what to expect, so... Just having... I was so sad I was working, because the reaction of the crowd was just a roller coaster... And then a standing ovation at the end. Oh my god! Everybody left happy. People were a buzz. You know? Hell? Yeah, it was crazy. It I, was something. Jeez, I don't even know. And you know, maybe a word must have got to Neil because he let us have it again. Yeah, so which you know he doesn't usually do. Usually no. it's one night only, and then he tries to sell a bunch of DVDs. Yeah. And Lee said they're not even on Blu-ray because he's afraid people are going to screen the Blu-ray theatrically. <laughs> so you can only buy it on DVD. It doesn't exist on Blu-ray. Uh, Even the room is on Blu-ray. It's not. Nice. No, which it probably shouldn't be. But what isn't nowadays? <laughs> yeah. I guess. And I wanted to say, I oh, see man. your good son and raise you Jaws the Revenge novelization. How did you even find that? We went to this awesome bookstore that I forget the name of in Philly. There was two levels, just packed, 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 packed with, with books. With just movie adaptation books, right? Yeah, just yeah. Oh, I wish. <laughs> and I found, this was the one movie adaptation I found. There was a, a cat there named Mr. Pickles. Oh my god. Who Gwen got a picture of. That's and a couple of adorable. lovely eccentric guys who might have been a father and son were. And it was one of those bookstores that just. A giant mansion of a house. Yeah. Filled with books. So they just, live there as well? or They might. I don't maybe, know. Maybe, who knows? The catacombs. Mr. Pickles lives there, I think. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, he might run the store for all we know, but. But That's I want insane. to get. A, I want to start like a bookshelf of novelizations. Yeah. You, oh. you destroyed the good sign with Jaws four. Gwen said, "Oh, you found a copy of Jaws," and I was like, like, "No, it's Jaws: The Revenge." Yeah, yeah, we don't care about Jaws. It's and the book says four we want. the terrifying new adventure by the author of Jaws two. Wait a minute. I think they just but mean not the, author. the author of Jaws one. No, the author of the novelization of Jaws two. Oh my god. Which, oh, so which we also need to get, apparently. So good, yeah. I, so. I like Jaws 4. I mean, it's not good. It's it's like the brain good, probably. <laughs> yeah. But it's, you know... I mean, Michael Caine's character is named Hoagie, so how do you top that? <laughs> and a Jaws goes to find a person. Like, yeah, and he roars. shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, yeah, he can talk. So I mean, for a shark, he roars. He doesn't talk, but I mean... I just realized I like calling sharks a Jaws the same way that I like calling vampires a Dracula. Yeah. Just to piss off nerds yeah which I am a nerd there's a jazz over there watch out for all of the jazzes I remember as a kid even just like Frankenstein people going it's actually Frankenstein monster and as like a five year old I'd roll my eyes and be like everybody calls him Frankenstein yeah like that's I I hate that and I should I should be a horror stickler but for stuff like that too it annoys me Dracula's Frankenstein's and Jaws's man two I I might not get this chance again to say it so two neat things today is the 80th birthday of Ralph Bakshi yes your boy uh, Lord of the Rings the original well I mean the original cool cartoon yeah so, so many amazing things but even crazier than that is it's the 80th birthday of the War of the Worlds broadcast 
Oh, Which cool. means Ralph Bakshi was born the day War of the Worlds broadcast happened. Wow. That's insane. Well, I mean, not everyone would find that crazy. That you're cool probably thing. like, I don't even know. <laughs> the thing I thought you were, yeah, you're like, neat. The thing I thought you were going to say is it's the 25th anniversary of Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, yeah so, I, I thought I read that, but I like, I was like, I, I was too excited about the 80th thing. I was like, is 25 really cool. enough? I don't even know. It doesn't seem that old. Like, I love but it Bash is. Man, I love all those things. All the things that we <laughs> just said. Bakshi was definitely an influence on uh, on Selnick and uh, and Burton, you know, for, oh, yeah. for sure. So. You know, one begat the other. But that's what Tanya wants to say. Oh, Eric just said his two fun facts or two statements. Here we go. My two. I don't know how I managed to get into this situation, but it's happened. So the other day I was doing the uh, marquee, and this guy that I guess was at Quinn's comes over and starts asking about the theater. He was obviously from out of town. We start talking, and then that. He asked me if I have a boyfriend, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. Yeah. And then, anyway, he said he had to go back to meet his friends. I said he should come to Rocky Horror, and he's like, oh, okay, I'll see you 7 p.m. on Halloween night. So I'm like, oh, cool, okay. So I could talk to this guy named Kevin on Halloween night. But then I forgot that I also have three dates lined up this weekend. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I'm like, ugh. But not is... including Kevin? Not I mean, including... I know that's not a date, but, like, he's the he would be the fourth... Yeah. Okay, gotcha. So that's a thing. Yeah. That was my first statement, so uh, stay tuned on I'm, how... I'm glad we have this recorded yeah, for yeah. history now. <laughs> sure. Yeah, everybody gets two things. I don't know what Josh is going to say for his, but... Yeah. So that's my first thing. The second thing is that I tried the new Starbucks Frappuccino, the Witch's Brew. Yeah. And it tastes like creamsicle-flavored butthole. I'm glad. Oh, so. I was hoping she would say that again. She said that to me, and I was like, oh, that's a good description. It's, like, it's good that we got a slanderous review in for I, the, the I, powerful Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. The texture is what would come out of a butthole. It yeah. is just disgusting. It's like, which is blue, more I paid like. a stupid amount of money for something I had to throw out, and I never throw stuff out, but I was uh, like, well, this that, is not... You, you did throw out that other coffee that you accidentally spilled during the podcast. Or well, was that the same one? It was on the floor. Yeah. It's true. It was a sad state. We gotta go because like yeah. the know, next right. movie's gonna start. Ah, um, but uh, I'm, I'm, you didn't I'm even get speech, to say your two things. I'm speechless now because Anya grossed me out so I much. <laughs> I don't think anybody. The expected. date to the witch's room. I thought she was asleep for the first twenty minutes, so I didn't think we'd get and all she, this. Rope doped us at the yeah, end. Seriously, resting up. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Sorry if this podcast is a bit stop and start, but I think it'll sound okay. I, I think, know. I think we managed to work around it. I'm interested in your edit of this. Yeah, and go visit our friends at House of Targ. This is not going to go up in time for Halloween, but they have cool stuff all year round. Yeah, I guess it'll be November when this goes up. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and at mayfairtheater.ca. We'll be back next week to say how we survived yeah, this double bill tonight. And, and, and Josh is going to have gone to They Might Be Giants by the time oh, he yeah. hears again. So. It'll be so good. Thanks for listening, everybody. I will go on three so, dates. Yeah, yeah, maybe four. Who knows? Come on, Kev. We'll see you again. Kev. My boy, Kay. I'm sorry. We're extending it again. <laughs> this is going to be the longest you, podcast ever. I know. Thanks for listening. Please have listened to all of it. Okay, I'm stopping now. Bye. Bye-bye. Au revoir. <laughs> oh, French. You were bilingual. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Do you know what Mark Sestero speaks French? Instinctively. Man has always been drawn to the sea. Its beauty, its mystery, its secrets. But there is also a vague uncertainty, a sense of intrusion 
into an alien world where man is unwelcome and completely at the mercy of the most terrifying predator on Earth. Man's deepest fear has risen again. Jaws. The Revenge. This time, it's personal.